Michelle is a musician with albums released as Everyone Except Me and artist behind the post-apocalyptic webcomic Stray Cats. She's kind, a bit shy, and furiously creative. Henrik is a filmmaker with over two dozen films and TV shows as producer, director, and occasionally host. He also released a couple of music albums. He's bombastic, larger than life, and tenacious almost to a fault. Together, they've been best friends for a decade. This show is awkward. I don't like to brag, but I'm kind of a badass. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah I, I break all the rules. You do. Uh, today, I used the bathroom at a gas station without buying anything. No. And they had a sign that oh, really? said to buy something. Walked oh. right by the guy. He said, how are you? I said, I'm great. I went in there, did my business, walked out, drove away into the sunset. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a gas station. Like, people come there to go to the bathroom, right? That's what you do at a gas station. I guess um, so. It, you, I've always had a weird feeling about, like, gas stations that are, like, local gas stations versus, mm-hmm. like, off of a highway. Yeah. Uh, this was just on the way back from the mall. Uh, and, yeah. I uh, And now I sound wicked old because I just said I went to the mall. <laughs> uh I went there shopping for shoes. You know, I'm very disappointed in DSW. It's the middle of winter, and they only had one pair of Crocs. Wow. Wow. And they were black, which is not cool. Yeah. Or, yeah. (laughs) Or what? Or is cool? I don't know. Um, uh, I don't know if Crocs are ever cool. Yeah, but... <laughs> they are when I wear them. But they're they're black, so they're, like, dangerous. Dangerous, dangerous. Crocs. Now, the women's section did have uh, three pairs of Crocs, uh, but they were white, black, and gray. That's weird. Yeah, actually. so, I mean, I yeah. didn't even bother checking for my size, because technically Crocs are all unisex. Mm-hmm. So, the women's section would have had the men's size and the woman's size on the shoes. Right, right. But yeah, no no such luck. Uh, I was going to wear a brand new pair of Crocs today uh, just to look fancy, but I didn't. I might, I saw a couple of shoes I liked. I might go back. I have a, I have like a really good coupon. Yeah, they have good coupons. Yeah, so that's why, that's why I'm even thinking about it is like I have a really good coupon. So, uh, yeah, so that was my failure for the day was trying to find a brand new pair of Crocs. Uh, that, that's okay. I, I guess so. Um, what about you? What you were you were going to go on your roof? Yeah, but I, I haven't yet. Um, and I just mean like the roof of my porch, not the big roof. I just my all the cables fell off of the side of my house, so they're just the hanging. Cables, like for your internet and electricity, or what? What are these cables? Um. So what happened was on Saturday we had kind of a windstorm, basically, and um they were secured up there by the people who put the siding on, and they just fell off because, like everything else, is <laughs> well, that the, the they did. Out where I am, about twenty miles north, they got tornadoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so from get, from the same storm, so we didn't get anything like that. Um, and it wasn't even like that that windy. It was just windy. Um, but they fell off. That you know, like it's they've probably been up there forever, and they've never fallen off before. I assume. Um, they fell off, and I got home, and they were just like cables hanging super low, like I can touch them. And first, and it was late. It was like at night, and I was like, I don't know. And so then I was thinking about like how they might be electrical wires and they're going to go on fire and stuff. 
And then I looked in the morning and it's just internet cables. Um, The electrical one is safe. So I don't have to worry about like touching them or messing them up. Um, And most of them are not active at all, but I don't know which ones are. So I just have to shove them all on the side of my house again, I guess. I mean, yes, they're less dangerous than electricity, except if your internet goes out and you suddenly don't have access to memes. Mm-hmm. But, that would yeah. be scary. Yeah, it would be. And I was talking to somebody about this yesterday because I was like, I don't even like, how would I even call um, my cable company to get them to fix it? And then I forget like that, like everybody has like, you know, um, like 4G and it would have been fine. <laughs> it, yeah, you would have it would have been a hiccup in your day. Yes. Um, See, yeah, for me. It would have been a little bit worse because it's so heavily tied to my work. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I mean, uh, using like a full blown broadband connection. Yeah. Um, cause I'm like uploading like, you know, 10 gigabyte files and stuff a lot. So that's the only frustrating thing. But in general, my life would not be, aff- I'd still be able to, you know, send messages and stuff like that. Uh, you know, all the important internet stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wouldn't be able to watch most things that I watch on a TV. It would have been bad. Um, yeah. I just, but I would have been able to get help. It's not like it would have been like, oh no, I'm <laughs> stranded here and I don't You're have a phone. Die. Yeah. Die. Yeah. No, that's true. Um, although sometimes there are fates worse than death, like dealing with a cable company. Yeah. My cable company's not too bad though. They're pretty straightforward. I like them. So that's weird. Uh, I have Spectrum, you mm-hmm. know, cause they bought out Time Warner and yeah. they're actually pretty good. I actually had overall good experiences with them. Um, so I can't really, I can't really bitch and moan too much actually. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. I have RCN and like, they don't really bother me. They just do what they're supposed to do. And I say, can you, can you lower my rates? And they say, no, no, we can't do that. (laughs) And that's good enough. Um, (laughs) so, so, I mean, they're all small and not super competitive with the other ones, but like every time someone comes around and knocks on my door about like the other two, about like Comcast or Verizon, they're always, and they ask who I'm with and I say RCN, they're like, aren't, don't they have like really terrible service? Like they always <laughs> try me to get, they always try to get me to think that like my service is terrible and then my internet drops all the time. Don't and it they doesn't. worship Satan and aren't kill they? children? Exactly. And then I go, <laughs> yeah, I know. I like it that way. And then. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I like my cable system. Mm-hmm. Worshipping the Dark Lord. Exactly. Killing Gentile children to make matzah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Did you know about that? That uh that uh that piece of hate propaganda? No. no. That's like an old hate propaganda for Jewish people. Wow. Uh is that they use the blood of Christian babies to make matzah. You know, that's obviously not someone who's ever had matzah before. Matzah, <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, it's it's pretty flavorless. Like I like I like the taste of flour, so I like matzah taste, but it's not like it doesn't taste like like you know meat or just, blood. I was just thinking like there's nothing more offensive than the idea that matzah could have flavor. Yeah, <laughs> um, I mean it does. You're right. I mean it has a granular flavor that I like the way yeah, matzah tastes, but it definitely you can't, I can't imagine eating matzah by itself. Uh, um, I mean, like you made me that egg matzah thing that mm-hmm, one time. Yeah. That was oh. really nice. Yeah. I should make that. I have, I think I have some matzah and I have eggs. Why am I not yeah. doing that right now? I, I, right this second in right the middle now, of the show. Yeah. We have to stop. So 
<laughs> but uh and then of course i've made matzo ball soup a bunch which mm-hmm. i enjoy it quite a bit but you know but again it's like flavored by the broth and it's flavored by you know all that stuff so but yeah uh newborn uh baby blood is in the matzo wow wow yeah that's why they kidnap children is to right. make their matzo right that that seems that doesn't seem efficient. I mean, it just doesn't. It, it really, really doesn't. I mean, other than the fact that there is a, a plethora of Gentile children, mm-hmm. that's really the only benefit, the only like good sound, you know, business in that. It, it's just really time consuming when you can just go to the store and buy some flour. Like <laughs> you gotta like steal babies. Like it just. It just doesn't well, sound in to like the meal and stuff. It's not that the blood is, I don't think it's that the newborn Gentile baby blood is, is in and of itself all that matzah is made out of. I think it's just a component. Right. I would assume. I get that. It's just like, if you could do it without that and you save time and energy, I just, I don't know. I don't know why you'd do with that. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess it's just for the evil of it, like for right. the sake of evil, right. mm-hmm. you know, just, uh, just so, you know, the miserly evil Jewish guy is just rubbing his hands. Good. Kill the children. I want a very banal dinner. You know? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, well, there you go. You learned a new racism today. Thank you. You're welcome. I, <laughs> I find this stuff fascinating. Uh, cause that's just so weird. Cause, cause the scariest thing about like a, a racial, uh, you know, propaganda piece like that is that somebody believed it. Yeah. Like there were, there were people who believed it, even if it was in pass a passive way, just yeah. in the back of their minds, they were like, Oh, well don't hang around that Jewish guy. Cause, uh, you know, some Jewish people use children's blood to make matzo. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. What? I don't understand i mean you the last person i would be afraid of to steal uh a child would be jewish people because uh it's like they're you know they're a pretty like <laughs> they're a pretty closed off club like they don't want more <laughs> children yeah. like, they, they're not going to be like we're stealing your children and making them jews that's not how they roll they're like they're like no you want to be a jew you're going to have to work at this mm-hmm. a lot <laughs> it's a challenge. So it's like, you know, it's not like they're going to kill, kidnap them for that now. So I guess they're going to kidnap them to kill them, which also just, I don't know. It doesn't make a ton of sense to me. Yeah. Not really. I mean, especially with so many Jewish lawyers, you'd think they'd be like, you know, I I think that that's a bad move. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I keep having it. Well, what if that means that they get more clients? Because they're uh, oh. defense attorneys, maybe. I think you just showed your, I think you just showed your hand. Oh man. (laughs) Now we all know. (laughs) So, uh, oh, so what is the saddest day of your life? Oh, so we are going to do this? I feel like we should follow it up because you've since then told me that you did some soul searching. Um, Yeah. For for those who who have not listened to last week's episode, um, I asked you... (laughs) Within like five seconds, what was the saddest day of your life? Yeah. Um, and you didn't really have an answer. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, there are probably multiple days <laughs> that are, are very, very, yeah, there are contenders. And honestly, there are things that like, I just, I'm sorry, I can't really talk about on, mm-hmm. you know, because that 
because the people are listening. Um, but, uh, but okay, so one of the saddest days, if not the saddest day, uh, was the day that, like, um, my cat died, my cat had died, and yeah. it wasn't the day that he died, because I didn't really have any emotions on that day, because I'm me. Um, but it was probably, like, in the next week or the, or a couple weeks later, um, when I was at my job where I was, um, working in like a BJ's, like the, um, big box store, um, like for a different company doing, um, delivery orders and stuff. And there were like not any orders that day really. So I was just sitting around and crying, um, like my entire eight hour shift. I just pretty much cried. Um, and also was trying not to cry at the same time because there are people around. Um, so it was probably that day. That's a pretty bad day. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I remember I was very shocked. Um, when, when pumpkin passed, uh, I hope, I I know this is like a hard thing to talk about, um, about your cat pumpkin. Uh, but more so why it was so shocking aside from the fact that pumpkin was not very old or anything. Yeah. Um, was because I knew how bad it must've affected you because, okay. So like, you know, our friendship is pretty, you know, there's a pretty consistent element of our friendship, which is like, I call you freaking out (laughs) about (laughs) my, about my life. Um, you know, like that's, that's a pretty consistent element of our friendship for over a decade. And, but, you know, there have been occasions where you've called me, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know about freaking out. You're, you're so much better at handling your shit in some ways. Yeah. Okay. Take the compliment. Okay. I said in some ways so that you could take the compliment. Um, but, but no, but I mean, you know, so, but there have been times where you've, you've called me up and you needed to talk. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, uh, usually I'm the dramatic one. I'm the one who calls and is like, Oh my God, you're the one who's like not doing so great. And then I'm like, what's going on? And then it becomes a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but you would call me a few times when things were really, you know, not good. And we talked and I found out pumpkin, uh, had passed like a few days later. Yeah. I, yeah. And, and, uh, that worried me a lot because you know that told me that like, you know, you just, that was like, you know, overload. Mm-hmm. You just didn't even have anything to say at all. Um, and that's, you know, very worrisome. Yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I, what would you not agree that, that you took it very hard? Yeah, no, I, I did. I definitely did. I, I, we don't have to talk about the, about pumpkin if you don't want to, I'm not going to push you to, to do it for the sake of, you know, some content <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Um, I mean, I mean it's, it's an interesting conversation, but it doesn't have to take place. No, I mean, I mean, if you want to talk about it, we can. It's not. I mean, well, we never have world. really. I mean, we. I mean, we have, but we haven't. You know what I mean? I, um, I guess. I, don't well, I mean, know. I don't mean. I don't want to talk just about pumpkin passing away. I want to talk about pumpkin, the cat. I want to talk about, you know, your friend, the cat. If that's cool with you. I mean, I guess. <laughs> Well, okay. So, um, so tell me, when did you, when did you get pumpkin? Cause was pumpkin was your, your first, your cat, right? I mean, like yeah. you lived with you when you lived on your own. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, he lived with your mom for a while until you kind of got 
until you right or help me out. I don't remember all the details. So, um, so he was uh, he was a feral cat in yeah. in you know my parents' neighborhood in in, in New Jersey. Um, we guess we're not. No one's really sure because um, even though like uh, the the animal control person had told us that there was like a cat colony somewhere in the neighborhood. Um, like we didn't see a lot of feral cats. So we were just like, I don't know, man. Um, but he would just kind of go around. He was, you know, relatively young, um, you know, a couple of years old and, um, just kind of go around. He was getting fed by like multiple neighbors. He was in just like really good shape. But, um, some of my neighbors were concerned and they, against, you know, what I thought would be better judgment, which is just to leave this cat alone who's not bothering anybody. Like, he's, like, mm-hmm. literally not bothering anybody. Um, I think he might have gotten into, like, a small fight with a neighbor cat. But, like, not... I don't think either of them were injured. They just, like, made some noises and then, like, ran away. Um, but uh, they... So, one of my neighbors called Animal Control. And Animal Control eventually caught him. It took a while because he's smart. Mm-hmm. And... um then um they like took him in and they were like okay so we're like we're gonna like take him in and see if he's okay and maybe we'll like foster him or something i i don't exactly remember how it went but it basically ended up being a phone call from animal control that was just like hey so he's in really good shape like he didn't even have fleas which i still think is weird um yeah he's he was like super clean um like nothing was wrong with him but he was feral. So they, so they were like, Oh no, no, no. They called and they called and they were like, okay, so we're going to do, we're going to take him to the vet tomorrow and make sure he's okay. And if he's not okay, like we'll, we'll put him down. If he is okay, we'll also put him down. Um, because like, <laughs> ah, yes, yes. Unless yes. someone, unless one of you guys will take him. And the neighbor who called in had dogs and vicious dogs and mm-hmm. could absolutely not take a cat. And the other neighbor was like, I don't want a cat. So it ended up like going to my mom because my mom was the only one who could take a cat and felt super bad, even though she's not the one who initiated any of this, Um, which is kind of how we got most of the cats that we have. Not that we had a lot of cats (laughs) like we the total two or three. Yeah, the total amount of cats that um, existed in that house uh, were three and it wasn't even at the same time. Um, But they were all kind of like, oh, this cat is just nowhere to go. Um so, so we ended up having to take him in and he was totally unsocialized and we couldn't like put him back outside because the animal control person would totally know and just come and take him and kill him again. Or yeah, well, for the first time. kill him the first yeah, okay, the I was first say, time. Uh, um, <laughs> the story was getting a little weird. You were like, and yeah. then this uh, New England guy kept telling me not to go out to this pet cemetery. But I went. the brambles, but you didn't. Yeah, the ground was really stony. Anyway. Yeah, it was, it was, it was bad, but it was okay because then he came back to life. Um, <laughs> the end, just like the yeah. book. Yeah. And then everybody was happy. The everybody end. was super happy. I don't know. I felt like that cat was like totally okay and we should have just like he was just angry you know he was just like real pissed off he was like i didn't want to come back kind of deal um winston churchill the cat was just like god damn it i was finally embraced by the cold hands of death yeah what did he do that that was kind of how i felt his attitude was in the in the movie um but but anyway so we had to take him in and we just had him in a cage for like a really long time because he was terrified of us, like really, really terrified of us. And we had another cat at the time that like 
didn't like cats, so he would just like walk by the cage and hiss at him, which is not very nice. Not um, super nice. No, I wouldn't do that. No, good. Um, and Pumpkin like really liked cats, so Pumpkin started coming around to, to our other cat, Xander, like pretty early on, even though Xander was like, I don't like you, I don't like cats or change or anything. Um, <laughs> Cause he was that kind of, he's that kind of cat. A cat, um, a very cat-like cat. Yeah, but he was like, he was always like kind of grumpy. He was like, I don't want things to be different kind of cat. <laughs> or um, even the way they were. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, yeah. But he was, he was sweet, but he didn't like change. Um, so like eventually uh, we, we like, eventually Pumpkin came around, um, which is good because they had basically told us that he was a lost cause, which is why they were going to kill him. Um and uh but he like really bonded to me for some reason um and like you know like wanted to be held and stuff so he ended up just becoming my cat like um when i moved out because i i wasn't even living there when when he was introduced um i think i was there kind of for a little while like i had moved out and then i came back home and then i moved out again and they just kind of figured like he he was like attached to me, so he just ended up coming with me. Um, and how old was Pumpkin, or how old were you? Sorry, uh, when uh, when you took Pumpkin? Um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, when, like twenty four, twenty five. What whatever I was when I moved back to Philly. Um, oh, when you had the West Philly place, yeah, yeah. So what was that? Um, how what year is Gosh. it now? It's twenty twenty. So that was like seven years ago. Okay. So that would make me twenty-eight, maybe. Okay, that sounds about right. I was just curious. Um, so, uh, I mean, so <clears throat> your your own pet because we similarly. I mean, I didn't have my first own pet until I was thirty. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, but you, but much like you, I also I grew up with pets around. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, so you and pumpkin had bonded very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not really, but well, uh, but, but you bonded and, and it was noticeable compared to everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you, you move pumpkin with you to West Philly. Yeah. And how did that go? Like, how did that go? Not good because, well, first of all, I just want to point this out. Cause since there are like other people listening to things like this, like I did not choose the name pumpkin. I still don't like that name. Um, but he we can we, retroactively change the name right now. No, that would be very, very wrong. And we wish okay. we should not do that. Okay. We will um, not do that. I could have changed his name, but it was, we were already calling him that, you know, um, mm-hmm. it was given to him by one of the neighbors. So, um, but, uh, it, it, it went well in the, in the sense that like we, you know, we're good together and stuff, but he like, was very scared of everybody else. So we would hide if, hide if anybody came over, um, which led me to believe that maybe he wasn't real, but that's, <laughs> that's another story. Um, we, we used to talk about, uh, about pumpkin being like Tyler Durden from fight club. Mm-hmm, yeah. I'll be like, there is no pumpkin. He'd be like, Oh God, then who ate that centipede that was in the house? Was it me? <laughs> yeah. He liked to eat centipedes, house centipedes. And then he'd lick the floor when they were gone. Um, but, but yeah, he actually got really, really sick after we moved. And um, they thought he was going to die. They, they thought he had cancer or something. And then it turned out he, like, after, you know, going over all the tests, they thought he had been poisoned. 
And I had no idea what he was poisoned by. Um, yeah, I remember he, that. Yeah, it was really, really bad. Um, but he just kind of eventually got better. And then he was fine for a while, you know. For quite a while. Yeah, for, for years. So Yeah. And uh, I remember Pumpkin. I saw Pumpkin. I, did I ever pet Pumpkin? I think I you did because... Eventually. Yeah, because eventually he started, like, after a couple of years, um, mm-hmm. he just got real tired of, like, hiding from people. And then, because we, like, because he was, um, I mean, he wasn't really, like, a lap cat, but kind of. So, like, he expected to be, like, held by me and, like, sit next to me on the couch and stuff. And he would just get, like, I think he just got, like, really tired of, like, not being able to when people were over. So, yeah. eventually he was like, okay, I have to I come out. I remember... I seem to remember one time staying at your apartment for a couple, like maybe three, three days or something mm-hmm. or four days. And toward the end of that, he was just like coming out around me. He yeah. Was just like, I, I can't put up with it. It's kind of like, I used to be afraid of flying and then I flew from New York to California. And mm-hmm. after two hours, I'm like, all right, I can't be afraid of this flight anymore. It's too long. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm tired of this. I can't do it anymore. I'm just not afraid anymore. Mm-hmm. I, Cause it's too exhausting. I think maybe it was similar to, for, for pumpkin. Pumpkin was just like, all right, you're here. Clearly I'm going over here now. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, but, uh, one of my favorite things you've ever drawn was that illustration of pumpkin you did. Do you remember the one I'm talking about? Um, maybe the one, uh, the one that says like, uh, that says like, what was it? Uh, I love you or I'm terrified of you or something like that. Oh, what was it? oh the, the patch one um, yeah. that says like, that says like, that says like cuddle with me. I'm terrified of you. Yeah. That's what it was. It was like, yeah. hold me. I'm terrified of you or something along mm-hmm. those lines. Um, oh. oh goodness. So, um, but yeah, so I, I mean, I remember I had fond memories of pumpkin. Definitely. Yeah. Um, mostly though, my fondest memories of pumpkin were listening to you talk about him. You know, about like in your day, your day in, mm-hmm. day out. Um, and I remember you uh, you made a video once of uh, giving him his dinner. Yeah. Very, very cute. Yeah. Because you kind of talk and he'd kind of talk. Mm-hmm. It was very cute. Um, the very good cat. Yeah. So, and uh, I don't know, I, you know, to be frank, I've always found a true poetic beauty in the fact that you know, one of your best cat friends ever was feral. <laughs> uh, just kind of fits. I'm just, <laughs> if I'm just, if I'm being perfectly honest, it just kind of fits Michelle. It just kind of fits you. Okay. I, I, what? I think it does. I mean, um, probably right. I don't know. Well, I mean, you know, what, uh, 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 lived, lived out in the wild, uh, you know, had no social skills, but was oddly clean, didn't have fleas. It sounds like someone I know. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just saying, I mean, like it, it, you know, in many ways you are a feral cat. Uh, maybe, (laughs) but, uh, but so, uh, not to, to make it super downer, but, um, so it, it, pumpkin had a heart problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was revealed w- when he was when he was in the process of passing away, or right when he passed away. Yeah, I mean, I mean there's like not a process. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we just didn't know. I mean, he just he had heart uh, that you know he. I guess he was in congestive heart failure. We just had like he had, and it's not like and I had this thing happen that was like really really stressful after he died, where I was like trying to adopt a cat. 
And mm-hmm. um, I had to like explain, you know, like, it's like, well, you know, like, how did you lose your last cat? And I like filled out on the application, like all the stuff that happened. And then I got a call from the the rescue and they like, I don't know, like who they had spoken to um, at like the vet office, but it sounded like someone who just wasn't there when it happened um, yeah. because they like kind of made it sound like I had known about things and I had just not gone to the vet until it got really bad. Um, which <sighs> is ap- so I like, I, yeah, that was well, a really that's big, how, that's not how cats work either. Uh, a, yeah. lot of, a lot of symptoms cats hide. It yeah. is very hard to do preventative health for cats. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, Be- because they are, they're solitary animals and they yeah and they do not show pain or weakness very often you, you, um, uh, like as weird as it sounds you have to luck out with like a minor catastrophic health problem mm-hmm. like like they have like a minor episode so that you can get to the vet and the vet can be like oh crap here's what's going on yeah yeah you know without a doubt because i mean dogs are so different like um i was just helping my cousin and his wife out with their puppies. They have two little uh, 12, week, 12 week old puppies that are adorable as hell. One of them jumped off the couch and hit its shoulder, like right into a coffee table mm-hmm. really hard. And wow. literally its first instinct when it got up off the ground and it was walking on three legs was it went right to Jeff's, uh, to my cousin's Aww. wife. Like it just walked straight to her, you know, cause it was yeah. like, I hurt myself. Help. Yeah. Yeah. Your dogs are different cause they're so social. They're extremely, mm-hmm. extremely social. Yeah. Um, you know, when Henwolf, uh, well, Henwolf kind of hides, uh, pain a little bit. I have mm-hmm. to kind of watch her close, but that's different because she's, you know, an old dog and a, and a big working dog, but not to go all the way to dogs. It was just, yeah. so that just made me mad though, because it's like, I know for a fact, cause, um, my childhood cat, Neo, uh, when he died, he was like 16 almost. Mm-hmm. He was like, he was 15. He was almost 16 years old. And yeah, he had, he had, uh, heart failure and there was j- just no, it was just one day he was breathing really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And they're like, why are you breathing so hard? And then they took him to the vet and the vet looked at him and they were like, we'd recommend you put him down in the next hour or two. Yeah. Wow. You know, he's, his heart's just not okay. Yeah. Um, but he, we never had a clue. Mm-hmm. Never had a single clue. And I feel like I hear that all the time about cat owners. Yeah. Because you just don't know uh, until your cat. But of course, unlike Neo, Neo was a senior, senior citizen. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pumpkin was what, eight years old? Seven he was years seven. Old? Yeah. Gosh. But like, and, and like the other thing is it's not, it's not even like, I mean, I'm not like, I'm not perfect with like vet visits, but he had been to the vet like three months before for a checkup. So it's not even like it was one of those years where I was like, Oh man, like I just totally forgot to bring him to the vet and he's young and he's healthy and he's going to be okay. Like, no, we just didn't catch it. Like there was just no signs of it. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So it was just like, we brought him in and he was, he was in heart failure and like they were going to put him on oxygen until like, you know, they could probably decide, we could decide if we wanted to, you know, put him down and he just died. Um, yeah, so, I remember you telling me that. It was, it was yeah. while you guys were discussing what to do. He yeah. was just gone. And it's it's, it's hard with, uh, with cats in particular, but with pets in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it is what it is. I try very hard not to focus on the mortality of my pets. And what did I do? I got old I got dogs that were already older. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, but, um, but I don't want to, I mean, we, we could talk about my dogs on another thing. I want to talk about your, your, uh, I want to talk about pumpkin and then I want to mm-hmm. talk a little bit about gigs, just a little bit. Okay. Um, but, uh, 
but so I was around quite a bit. I feel like when you first started embarking on like, I got to find a cat, mm-hmm. you know, I've decided I want a new cat. Yeah. Was, that about, was that a year later or was that more? No, no that was, no? he died in December and that was actually at the very end of December because I don't understand myself and I was in shock and I was like, I guess I'm just going to get another cat right now. So oh, like, I immediately yeah. started looking for another cat, which was so stupid. But, so, but, oh, but you, you didn't really make headway, like real headway. Well, obviously, because you ended up with, with gigs. That was around, wasn't that around the following Christmas then that you got no. gigs? No. No, it was even further? No, no it wasn't even I'm that nothing. far. I'm scared. No, I'm scared. I got, You're, I got, <laughs> I'm sorry, I remember, I mean, I just remember spending Christmas with gigs. That's something yeah. that's just very clear in my head. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, if I'm lucky, I get to see you four or five times a year. Yeah. I get to come and visit. So please, no, but, so correct me, please. No, no. So like. I, I like I said, immediately started looking. He died in the middle of the month, and I had a new cat on the I on December twenty fourth. I had a cat, but that went very poorly. It did, it did. But I was looking seriously and apparently serious about this. Oh well, yeah, but I, I, so uh, I will say. I mean, I totally remember you getting a cat early on and it not going well. Mm-hmm. Um. So what happened with that cat? Um, I mean, like, what was the deal? What happened with that cat is it was a big, gray, partially maybe Siamese cat with, like, one eye, and it was the nicest cat ever, and it was a little bit chattier than I'm used to, and sweet, and it just followed me around, and I was terrified of it. Um, So... And I remember, see, that's the thing I'm remembering mostly. Maybe I just remember it taking longer because we had so many pardon us agonizing conversations yeah, about yeah. you getting another cat. And I mean that with all due love, uh, <laughs> but they were agonizing because you were so such a wreck about mm-hmm. the idea, even though you were trying yeah. to get another cat, you would agonize. And, and I feel like there were, you know, there were stretches where you weren't looking for a second. You were like, maybe I should stop looking, but yeah. then you kept looking anyway and, well, yeah, and stuff like that. That was also the same year that I dislocated my shoulder. So, like, it was just all squished in together in a really oh, bad... wow. Yeah, it was bad. What a fucking year. Yeah, it was a really oh bad year. Oh, my God. Now that you say that, I'm like, yeah, that was all... It was. Wow. Oh, yeah. my God. Okay. So, um, so, but I remember we went to a couple of cat rescues together. Yeah. And uh, was that... Was that- while I was taking care of you with your shoulder that we went to the cat rescues? Yes. Okay. Okay. See, yeah, it's weird. Okay. My memory's weird. Um, no, no, I understand. So you, you're looking and you're looking and you're looking mm-hmm. and then you, uh, you go to a shelter. What shelter do you mind? Say, do you want to say what shelter it was that you found gigs? Oh no. So I didn't. Yeah. Okay. Um, so like between that, like I adopted the one cat and returned him and apologized and then I adopted another cat and returned that cat and apologized. And, and what then was I, wrong with that other cat? Just to briefly, was it that just... That cat was mean. Okay, it, that's like, the one I remember the most. I remember well, the mean one. Well, there were two mean ones. There was one that was like, I really didn't like, didn't like me. And I had her for a couple of weeks. And it just like our relationship was going downhill. Like she would just like look at me and hiss. And I feel like you would get along with that because you'd be like, we have something in common, cat. That I Neither also hate me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, but I don't want to be reminded of that all the time. <laughs> um, and then she also like peed all over my couch. And it was like, yeah. it was like things are getting progressively worse. And I was like, I don't think I was still like, I'm not even sure this was the right time for me to get a cat type deal. Yeah. Um, so I returned her to that place. And these were all like, you know, uh, what am I trying to say? Um, you know, like either like really good no kill shelters or, um, like, uh, that thing. Fosters? No, that, yes, oh. but that's not what I'm, that wasn't the word, but yeah, like foster organizations. Um, so like, it's not like they were in danger. They, they didn't go back to like, um, like a shelter or something. Um, yeah. but yeah, so I, I was like, this isn't going to work. And she, I, she was young. So I think she was adopted out basically immediately after. Um, and then there was a third cat that I tried to foster from a big shelter and he was just mean and he would like scratch me. And I had not been told that these, he was having like just issues that I, I was not aware of. Um, and they also didn't seem to be aware of that he was having where he was just kind of like, I just couldn't predict him. Um, and I'm mm. pretty good with cats and like knowing like what, you know, how they're, they're feeling and like, you know, like gigs bites me and stuff, but she's not trying to hurt me. She just wants to play. But like, I was just not sure what was up with him and he would just kind of switch. So I think something may have been going on. I think maybe he needed to be medicated. Mm -hmm. Um, but anyway, like, so I was like, I can't do this. Um, so then I was like, well, maybe I need a cat that has physical problems instead of you know, mental problems. Cause I thought like I could get another cat that was like pumpkin that was like really, really shy. And then we could be best friends and no one would ever see them because they weren't real. <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But after that last cat, I was like, that's not, that's not going to work. Um, that was pumpkin was a special case and I'm not going to find something that like, you know, works out exactly like that. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I want, but I want a cat that like needs me or needs someone, not just like a kitten, yeah. you know, that someone else is gonna, you know, absolutely go for. And like, there's no reason for me to take them. Um, and I so, feel that I feel that a hundred percent, by the way, I mean, with the way I look at, at pet ownership, I yeah. feel like completely, I want, I want a dog that needs me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I want something that's a little bit harder to adopt so that, um, yeah, and you're doing something kind. You know, you're, you're, you're doing something kind. It's okay. I mean, like it's, it's egotistical, but we're all but, egotistical. Yeah. But I also just like weird things. So. Oh yeah. No, there's that too. No, yeah. you're weird. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Um. <laughs> well, you, like, it wasn't a surprise, but, uh, <laughs> so you, uh, I remember you sent me a picture of gigs. Mm -hmm. Um, and for the many people who don't know gigs is, uh, missing a, a, a substantial portion of her face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, because it's right in the middle. It's mostly her nose. Yeah, and part of her mouth. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, perfectly healthy cat. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Who um, knows? Well, as far as we can tell. Mm -hmm. So you. So tell me about you go to meat gigs? Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, I had found her just, you know, like those those big online pet things that you search for animals and I was like, she's really cool. And like, she had like a really good description that made me think that like, she wasn't mean or anything. Yeah. Um, and I'd been thinking about it. Actually, I had, I had, she had been on, she had been up for adoption for a really long time. And I had like in passing thought about, um, 
you know, putting in an application a couple times, but the application was like super long and I was like, they're going to reject me. So I eventually like put in an application and then they called me and they're like, we think that you'd be like really good for her and stuff. And like, you could totally start the adoption process now and then just take her when you come. Cause we think you're, cause we like are positive that you're going to love her. And I was like, that's cool, but I'm not positive about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I just went <clears throat> and saw her and, um, she was just like super nice and she like immediately like was interested in me. So that was good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, and then I went home and I thought about it for a while, you yeah. know? Well, and it's a, ri- and so F- uh, gigs original name was fizz gig. Yeah. It's still fizz gig. I just, yeah, it's just- we call her gigs. Mm-hmm. It's a cooler name. Yeah. Fizz gig is pretty cool. Eh, gigs is cooler than fizz gig. Mm. Just saying. But, uh, but gigs is a very good cat and a very friendly cat. I like gigs a lot. I feel like we get along really well. Yeah. She likes you um, a lot. I was looking at my time hop and it showed me pictures from when I helped you move into your current house. Mm-hmm. And one of the pictures was just uh gigs laying on the bed in the guest room that I was going to be going to sleep on, like yeah. just sitting there like a chicken, you know, roosting on it. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm, I was like, yeah, I could see me going, I need a picture of this, yeah. this cat, <laughs> this sweet cat. So, and of course I want to say one of my favorite things about gigs sincerely is I feel like if I were a cat, I would be similar to gigs because Giggs's natural instinct is to just shove her missing nose into people's faces <laughs> yeah. and make them uncomfortable. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can email us at thisshowisawkward at gmail.com or go to awkwardshow.com or whatever. See you next time.